All right, good day, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So here on Live the Fuel, we've had multiple repeat guest co-hosts, but this gentleman is, I think, about or has already broken the record. We're bringing back the man, the myth, the legend, Chuck Wood, fellow author, fellow, well, I'm going to go ahead and call him super podcaster compared to my background. And, uh, and he's back from Europe. Now, granted, the last episode I aired with him, he was <laughs> leaving for Europe. And he's been back for a while, but I just learned before I hit recording that he actually was going to two conferences at the same time, but the last episode was one conference because I didn't realize that. So without further ado, with this laugh in the background, Chuck, could you please clarify? Welcome back. (laughs) Yeah. So um, there's a group, they're based in Europe uh, called Git Nation, and they put on conferences all over the world, usually in the web development space. Um, so they had JS nation, uh, JS is JavaScript. And then they had react summit react is a framework that runs in JavaScript on the browser. It's built by Facebook. And so, um, yeah, the way they described it to me, I was confused until I was actually there. Um, but yeah, they had uh, JS nation was the first day react summit was the second day. And then they had online uh, React Summit the next day, and online JS Nation two days after that. All right, I gotta I gotta and screen so, share this just for the YouTube feed too. So okay, I thought you were going to just at JS, you know, JavaScript Nation, aka JS Nation. So uh, so there's right. that site, and then yeah, you guys mm-hmm. had speakers and everything else. It was a whole yeah. big lineup, which actually I was really impressed. There was a lot of. A, I mean, again, I don't know your entire industry, obviously from the developer, web developer, that whole world, but. A lot of influencers obviously making an impact yes. there. And uh, then, as of today, uh, did I find the right site? React Summit? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, now it looks like their next one they're shooting for is in November, right? Yeah, so, it's so they're coming in New York. Side. Yep. Now, JS Nation, is that only like once a year? Or is that also multiple? Um, I think they're also doing that in New York. Okay. So, and I think they're doing it about the same time. I don't know the exact time frame for that. Yeah. yeah. So, so JS Nation looks like start your trip off, right? May into yeah. the first part of June. But then according to dates at React Summit, it looks like that was June 2nd to the 6th. And, yeah. and both of these were based in Amsterdam. Yes. Cool. But they only had in-person days on, what, the 1st and 2nd? Or the 31st and 1st? I can't remember. I uh, think it was the 1st and 2nd. For, no, one was JS in person. And yeah. then the next day was reacted person. And oh, then okay. after that, they had the online stuff and the, hey, let's all hang out in Amsterdam day and yep. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, actually, React Summit, I'm looking at it now. I just want to go back to our, our views. So, yeah, in-person plus remote day was June yeah. 2nd. Then mm-hmm. whatever hangout day is. See, you can give us some skinny on what it's like to go to these international conferences. I've never been to an international conference. But hangout day was then the next day on Saturday the 3rd. And then they had an all the way through, I guess, till June 6th was remote day. So, yeah. So, so what's this like? It was, it was actually super fun. So the conferences were both in this old um, engine building factory that had been refurbished into a, um, like a venue for events. And so they have all of the old, um, like the cranes in there and stuff. Oh, and, cool. I mean, obviously, it, they're not moving it or using it, but 
yeah, you, you go in and they had a big screen down all the way at the end of the room and they had uh, speakers rooms upstairs. And anyway, it was it was very, very cool venue. Um, a lot of the people that they had at the event um, were some of the people that were kind of pushing the state of the art forward in JavaScript. Okay. And so, and some of them I knew already, some of them we'd had on like JavaScript Jabber, which is our big podcast on JavaScript. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, so just meeting up with them in person, you know, getting to know them, shaking hands. I recorded a handful of interviews. I still need to get those posted. Um, the, the other, my wife planned a last minute trip, uh, to Disneyland and we got back from California yesterday. Oh wow! So I wait, haven't. So, wait, did you come back from the posted. conference and then go right to Cali, or no? Yeah, at least have no. It. I had a week or two and then went. Okay. To and, and clarify for our, our newer listeners: um, you air from Utah. Uh, I love the state. Yeah. Beautiful outdoor region. Uh, great for rock climbing and uh, what else have I done there? Uh, skiing, mountain biking, skiing. Haven't done canyoning yet. Uh, yeah. Plenty of that. Oh, you guys got plenty of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, and you also are, well, this season, thanks to one heck of a winter, you also have great street floods. I've been watching yeah. the footage, so it's been quality yeah. entertainment. Not, not where I live so much, but there have been other places where, yeah. Yeah, the big um, thaw, the big thaw. So. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, we're seeing all of our reservoirs fill back up and stuff, which is a good thing, but... Well, luckily, yeah, you mean, guys were smart enough to have reservoirs. When the big thaw hit Cali, as aka California, okay, yeah. it's just, it's all running out and going right to the ocean. Like, they... Right, and, and, and then they're thing. right they back suffer, into their drought. Right, they, they suffer from drought annually. They suffer from extreme wildfires annually. They built that crazy... Like, decades ago, the concrete aqueduct that runs through L.A., for example. Uh-huh. And every movie, and every time I've traveled to California, I have never seen the you know the California Aqueduct, aka the river, through L.A. ever look like a river, right? <laughs> and yeah. I, I started seeing all kinds of articles on that, and they're like, now you go to countries like where you went, like Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. There's so much history over there, and like like you oh, said, yeah. the, the venue was an industrial venue. But like a country like Amsterdam, like, okay, I think they're smart enough to know what to do with their water. Mm -hmm. They have waterways. They have boatways. Like, uh, did you stay on a boat? I stayed on a boat. So the yeah. uh, they put the some of the speakers up on a boat, uh, on a pier. So when I got to Amsterdam, I got to the airport. And I have to say, I haven't ridden a train in Europe in like 20 years. I lived in Italy for two that years. That looked like fun. I was following your posts. Like so, so I jumped on the train. I mean, I just rode it to the central station. Amsterdam was like 10, 15 minutes, but it was still fun. Kind of nostalgic for me. Yeah. Um, get, I got off, walked ooh, a few hundred feet over to the ferry. Yeah. I caught the ferry across. They have kind of an inland sea that they have locks at one end. And let all the boats sea. in. Yeah. Hmm. So would you consider it a bay? A bay of water? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, the the river flows into it from one end, and anyway, oh. um, so they have ferries that are free that that cross the water, mm -hmm. and so you get on the ferry, you get off of the ferry on the other end, and you literally like walk around the corner and down the pier, and the boat was at the end of the pier, slept Sweet. on the boat. Sweet. Now this was and your own boat to yourself. 
Uh, no, yeah. there were. Yeah, well, big-ish. It <laughs> it had six or seven, what, six rooms or eight rooms okay. on it. And the rooms weren't very big, but it, it also had a restaurant on the main level. And nice. anyway, it was it was really cool. Amsterdam is and, on my, my trip list for the wifey and I yeah. because it's just such a cool, unique oh, yeah. country. Yep. Like we're so they rented uh, next year, yeah. actually. Let's see if we can do yeah. pit stop. Yeah, so they rented out the boat and it did a tour around that inland sea or whatever it is. That was my next question for the speaker standard, and that was that was cool. And then they also so that hangout day that you saw on the website. Yeah, they actually rented a whole bunch of boats and paid for anybody who wanted to RSVP for it to go on a canal tour that day. Oh, that's cool. Well, so that's that one thing cool. Amsterdam is known for is a lot of canals. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, boat, boat and walking tours on Hangout Day 3. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You could do one or the other. They were at the same time. I did the boat tour. So, and the reason why I love talking about stuff like this, and we, we, you and I have decided this newer format, just to kind of pause real quick, is that a lot of people think that when you hear a web developer, <laughs> it might not be as exciting to say I mean, again, unless you're into that stuff, then, you know, obviously yeah. professionally, right? But you're not the ordinary web developer. You've been at it for a while. You've built a career. Mm-hmm. You have a very diverse background. You've realized you've reached a point in your career where you can help level up and help others level up with you with right. obviously this new, you know, all this new training content you're launching on uh, top end devs, for example, your new brand. So, but this is what excited me. It was like, ooh, he's going to Europe. And I remember you saying you're going to stay on a boat. I got to know. I got to know. Yeah. I go to conferences and I don't get to do any of that. <laughs> right. Right. So the difference is, and it's kind of the same thing that I did with Microsoft for five or six years, uh-huh. is um, if you go as a speaker or influencer, it's a different thing, right, than if you're going as an attendee. Gotcha. Um, sometimes even some of the conferences just going as a speaker, it's different, right, than going as an influencer. Okay. And so, you know, if, if you're one of the people that they go out of their way to get to the conference, mm-hmm. then, um, you know, then a lot of times they'll pull out all the stops. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I went to a conference for Microsoft in uh, Orlando, and they put me up in this giant suite by myself, right? Of course... I got canceled that weekend and uh, they canceled all of the interviews that I was doing for my podcast that same weekend, but I still got to stay in the suite and I could still go to the conference for free. And it was this big expo and all this stuff. And so, um, you know, they, they do, they pull out all the stops if they want you there. Right. And so when, what happened was they reached out to me cause they wanted to cross promote on the podcast. And I said, yeah, cross-promoting would be great. It'd be fun if I could come, right, Mm -hmm. is what I did. As I said, hey, I'd like to come. I'd like to do some interviews. I've done this for, you know, other conferences. And so we lined a lot of it up. You know, I talked to some of the speakers ahead of time and kind of posted teasers on the podcast feed. And, um, right, and so then they reimbursed me for my airfare, paid for the hotel, um, and that's exciting I because mean, people hear that like, I, oh, that's how you do that. And it's like, yeah, well, it's not that easy. I mean, <laughs> well, if but if you're reaching the people they want to reach, right, right, right. right. And that and that's kind of like what I was hinting at there is that 
you know, the pod, just podcasting world in general. How long have you been podcasting now? I mean, my God. Uh, uh, 15, 16 years. And, and real quick, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear this and you want to understand what he just kind of like skipped casually over getting canceled. Um, you can go back. <laughs> a yeah, long story. It's a long story. We're doing this short format. You can go back and listen. For example, I know we tried a lot about this on episode. There we go. Back on episode 324. That aired in yeah, March 19th. That was right after it happened. Yeah. You were doing your first, you know, 75 hard you know, health and fitness mental conversion. And you were doing a lot of stuff back then. But if you want to mm-hmm. listen to that, that's a longer show. You can learn all about what it's like to get canceled thanks to Twitter. That aside, um, you know, Chuck and I have been connected for a few years now, thanks to being, you know, in an author's group and then getting our books out mm-hmm. on Amazon. And that's why I decided just going to keep connected with you because we have such a different background. I'm a huge guy in the sales world and big in mm-hmm. the HVAC sector of influence. And, and then obviously my health and fitness background, but I, I know what developers are. I worked in IT. I worked alongside those developments, but I never had to play with code. And it was just cool getting to know you over the years and realizing, oh, yeah, that's a different way to reach what, quote, an influencer status or a mm-hmm. the ability to say, I have the platforms. I have the audience you want. Do you want me to come to your event? And if so, can you cover some of the expenses? And that's how... Right. People are like, oh, well, oh, should I monetize my show? I'm like, well, maybe that's all the monetization you need, right? Like, hey, right. why don't you throw me a quick ticket or cover my hotel? And I'd love to come to your event. Hell, even my for, for my own personal benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, but professionally, it gets you more exposure for you and your brand. But they're bringing right. in somebody who's already bringing in a ton of audience thanks to your successful podcast too. So, Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, JS Nation, I think, sold out. One of them sold out, and one of them got pretty darn close. What does that mean? Like, I, I mean, I know what it means, but anyway, what was the head count? Because I'm sure they had a lot of virtual attendees too. That's the other cool thing. Yeah, about podcasts. I mean, and, and yeah, the the virtual attendees was a different story, but yeah, they had room for I think 1,500 people at nice. the conference. Okay, and that was also so. in the factory space or just the uh, yeah. React Summit. Um, well, they were both in the same space, just okay. on different days. All right. So yeah, um, and that was in person. So they sold those out. I and then, yeah, online was whatever. That could be, yeah. But yeah. The, the end is of virtual summits, because you also ran one of your own in the past couple of years, mm-hmm. is, yeah, you can push as much seat, seat capacity as you want because it's virtual. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting ready to put another one of those together, too, but we can yeah. talk about that later. Oh, yeah. And I knew you had one coming. So I, I, that's why I leave these little cliffhangers in there. Uh, but also, yeah. you, heck, you also helped me with my former client, you know, Vinny Tortorich, run the first ever NSNG mm-hmm. Summit, No Sugar, No Grains, and figuring right. out, oh, you can support multiple, especially if you're not interacting with the people. You just want them to watch. And basically, it's like hanging out in a giant webinar, I guess. Um, yeah. What, what was the platform we used that time? Crowdcast. Yeah. But you had your own tweaks on the Crowdcast, I thought. Like you, it's like it's like Crowdcast, but what you made it the, or yeah. the way you liked it. <laughs> yes, yeah, and I, I mean, we we can go into all that technical stuff, but yeah, it's- yeah. Well, that could be again some of the cliffhangers for mm-hmm. when they our next show is that I know you have another one you're working on, and you do. You've now put in a few reps now that there's probably some best practices that you've seen. Yeah. And I, I, as a sales and marketing pro, I love seeing if I can help people figure out how to do it like we did with yep. Vinny and his, mm-hmm. uh, his co-founder, Annie Schreiber, of the NSNG Foods Company. Shout out to those guys. But that was a great event. 
Now, I wish they'd yeah. run it again. They haven't run it. I told my Oh, guy, really? Yeah, they haven't brought it back. You ran the first and only they, they NFG Summit. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the deal. I mean, you're talking sales and marketing. Um, initially, when I started running them, I was running them as a, an income stream. Mm-hmm. But there are enough free sort of things that people do with that kind of a thing to where now if you're going to do an online event, I mean, people kind of expect to just be able to show up for free, which is totally fine, but it's a terrific way to build rapport with your potential customers because um, free means they give you your email, their email. Mm -hmm. And so from there you can market to them in all kinds of different ways. And you know that they're interested in whatever the topic of the, um, the, summit is and you can charge for long-term access to the videos and so you know there are things that you can do um i'm finding that one thing that has changed also is that people are more willing to sponsor them right and so where you know nsng summit they were mostly trying to you know build their own brand so they just branded it with their own stuff which is a smart way to go um you know i can bring in some of my friends who are vendors and have them cover certain aspects of the summit and make some money on it that way as well mm-hmm. and allow them to present to my folks, right? And so, um, yeah, anyway, there are a lot of ways to do it. You know, this this one in particular, um, people are trying to figure out where JavaScript's gonna go next. Mm-hmm. And I know all the right people to ask that question to. And so that's effectively what I'm gonna do. Oh, that's and so fun. it's gonna be like more- the future, the future of, of JS or whatever, the uh, uh, summit. Like, hey, you wanna talk with all the, the up and coming influencers? Well, not up and coming, but the influencers know where it's going next. Come attend that summit or whatever it's called, conference summit. Yeah, yeah. and I may or may not have bought future of JS. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. Com. That's my boy. Right. I love it. That's that's I seize the day. Carpe diem. But 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 that's the idea, right? Is uh, you know, I know that people want that answer, yeah. and so um, you know, I can I can put something up, and I can you know I can ha- bring them in for free. Mm-hmm. I can remarket to them over and over again, um, you know, and so. So there are a lot of ways I can do it. And then I can turn around and do the same thing, follow the same blueprint, use the same standard operating procedures and do another one for Ruby or Angular or React or whatever other uh, topics that I'm covering on our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think the ones that would get the most cachet are things like um, machine learning and, and AI, right? Yeah. Um, oh, you know, God. People everybody's, in everybody's my field. My AI right now. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and people want to know how to do it, which is the whole point, right, is you know, what opportunities do I have as a programmer technologist to take this to the next level? And so, well, and um, what you just hinted at is a lot of what your new brand launch that you did months back, you know, top like your first mm-hmm. thing, right? As soon as you load the site, has your career stalled out, right? So just what right. you just said is this is part of your pride and your passion. If I can talk on your behalf, right? Is that I know that you, you're not you're not just trying to be the influencer. You're trying to coach and train people. Right. And it's like, hey, mm-hmm. don't be that guy stuck in the career path. Yeah, keep kicking butt of your job. But there's no reason why you right. can't be studying other other areas to possibly branch out to. You know, sometimes you got to yep. seize your or, own path. Yep. The other version of that is uh, none of these technologies st- stand still. Mm-hmm. None of them do. 
And so even if you're working at a place that is, hey, we're going to stick on the version we're at, we're going to use the technology we know, um, you know, you can find all kinds of opportunities learning the next thing in the technology you're already an expert in. Nice. So, so whether you want to go to, I mean, like indie game development is, is one area that I want to branch into. Hmm. It's super popular and there's a ton of stuff going on and it's getting easier, right? Okay. And so, you know, why not, right? And so if that's an area of interest for you, um, you know, by all means, if you want to move into management, then, you know, you're talking about project management and, you know, people management and helping them do essentially what I'm doing, just, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. A strong PM and, in any industry is, uh, and again, project manager, what you're saying, PMs mm -hmm. are uh, a shortage. I mean, there's all types of, right. all types of massive educational sectors just around building bigger and better uh, oh, PMs yeah. out there. Yep. So anyway, all any and all of these, right? So if I have a series on leadership and a series on game dev and a series on machine learning and a series on um, JavaScript, just because it's huge and we have a huge audience there, um, you know, we have a pretty solid reach into a couple of other technology areas. You know, there's no reason why we can't look at, okay, maybe not future of JavaScript, but, you know, um, do some crossover stuff, right? Where machine learning and Ruby or, you know, anyway, there, there are all kinds of places that we can go with it and provide people with what they need in order to, to move ahead and find that next place that they're going to land in their career. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's fun bringing you back on because I don't get to talk to a lot of guys in that depth of the technology space. And a lot of what we now take advantage of, especially here in the USA, but obviously other countries, this modern mm -hmm. era of, oh, which iPhone do I get next? But obviously people are that people are using gaming to improve professional career experience, right? Like you just said, indie games, oh, yeah. right? So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, this stuff is, uh, the, the military uses gamers, for God's sakes, to like for their skills. Yep. <laughs> this all types of conversations we can go with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously there's something there. It is a powerful, I can't even say niche. It's really multiple niches. I mean, it's just exponentially yeah. really no end in, in, in as far as popularity, as far as angles to take to your point, mm -hmm. pick, pick an angle. Yeah. What excites you? Yeah. In fact, you know, you, you kind of brought it up, but not even sort of the, um, video game standing in for real life for military applications, you know, where maybe you replicate a cockpit or, um, you know, combat situations where you're, you know, carrying a weapon and things like that. And then with AR and VR, right, opening it up so that you, you know, you don't even see the gun, right? You carry the, the prop that is a game controller. Right. But going beyond that, um, like office professionals these days, a lot of the stuff that they're doing and the interactive stuff that they're learning, that's all being done with game development technology, right? Sure. They're using Unity, which is an engine for building video games. And so from there, it's not just, you know, you watch a video and then click on the right answers in the quiz anymore, which is what I did in a past corporate life. But now it's literally you're working through a work function or you're, hmm. um, you know, documenting outlining some process that you have to it's, do at it's, work uh, what do we, it's what do we call it i call it it's simulation wild. training like it was a simulator mm -hmm. but for yeah your, like because I, I worked i worked in the telecom space and uh, right. my company was acquired acquired multiple times and then became t-mobile i mean everybody knows what t-mobile mm -hmm. is nowadays but back in the day 
once I moved my way up through the ranks and got out of the call center world, I was influencing the frontline call center people on the methods and procedures team. So I had a development team. I didn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. a developer, but I was working on, I was, I was an analyst. So I was going through working alongside them, figuring out the methods and procedures and guidelines to document and draft fast forward to today. They probably got a whole team. Like you just said, building almost a virtual experience. So the next time they hired a new hire person, they're going to go through that in their day one through let's say day 14 training. Mm -hmm. And you're getting a virtual reality experience on what that job is going to be like. And they get to test and analyze and improve you before you even take the first real live person to person phone call or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Or imagine for example, you know, because it's not that different from playing like a tower defense video game. Mm-hmm. Imagine, you know, in the T-Mobile space. Okay, if I put a tower here, if I put this kind of tower here, Ooh. you know, what kind of coverage does it provide? How many people does it cover? How many, you know, right? Because it's just a score. It's just a number. It dude, it's funny with. you bring that up. My wife's business partner in her veterinary business, her husband is a high-level RF engineer for AT&T. Uh-huh. That he works, like he doesn't go build the towers. They have, you know, Boots on the ground RF engineers that yep. actually fabricate, build, and then test them. But he's the guy in the code world, you mm-hmm. know, doing his thing with all the technology yep. behind the scenes. Like he explained it to me how they repoint a tower and maybe it wasn't built at the right height, or they have to go back in and retrofit the tower because there's other communities that have been built up mm-hmm. on the mountainside nearby. Yeah. All this stuff. Because they're trying to get the maximum angle and benefit out of that tower, or they got to put a different. Like you just said, it's all. Yep. It's crazy where technology has got come. So I never even yep. thought about that. And then, and then you feed all that data into an AI model that's been trained to help you figure out what, how, where to put that stuff, where mm. to point it, mm. right? And so anyway, it's it's just you know it, this stuff is moving forward so quickly, and there are so many opportunities there, but it's just fascinating stuff. And that's that's the thing that's fun is I get to see people move ahead in their careers, but I also get to f- play with some of this fun stuff and figure out what the story is. And yeah. so, I love it. Well, again, and yeah. that's the point. You eventually get geeked out enough and understand enough, or get connected to the people like you just got back from Europe. From now, it's like, oh, all right, mm-hmm. I got enough ammo where it makes sense to build a summit or a conference or something because we've got enough connectivity and enough content now that I can impact and make people's lives better professionally yep. by putting together. It's worth your time now, right? It's, it, I have yep. enough stuff to say, great, it's time to share. Let's put together an event. So, yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about next time. <laughs> you got yeah. to leave, leave a cliffhanger there. So, uh, again, because you and I said before we hit record, let's keep it short. Let's keep it. There's a lot to catch up on the Europe thing. Yep. And now I'm excited that you're getting super closer. So part of that cliffhanger. So next show, more concrete? Is there going to be possibly a, so, a domain set up to at least get people on a wait list? Or what are you thinking? Yeah. So by the next show, I should have uh, a number of speakers lined up. I should have a website where people can go and sign up. It's probably going to be topendevs.com slash yeah. conferences slash future of JS or something. Like future of JS.com will just point to there. Yeah. Um, and it'll be listed on our conferences page. But I should also have a couple of series going on probably JavaScript game dev um, and careers at the very least, you know, I don't th- have that, that are ongoing subscriptions. I don't have that, that, that exciting, but I will say, uh, did you get the memo from uh, Amazon audible that as of June 20th, 
you guys, you know, I'm recording on the 23rd, just to timestamp it, uh-huh. um, that they increased publishing costs for books. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So I ordered like an extra hundred copies of my book, uh, before the 20th <laughs> deadline, because they, they were talking right. about doing like a possible, like, I think it was like a 20% bump or something crazy. I think I, I think I heard that too. Yeah. And I get it, you know? Everything's yep. gotten more expensive over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, yep. so I just thought that was fun to kind of slide in there since you and I obviously connected over writing our books. And I was like, and we yep. both we both self-published on Amazon. Uh, so I was like, ooh, because uh, I, I, I had just sent, a, and here's another fun thing. I grew a pair. And what I mean by that, <laughs> for your benefit and the audience, is for two years, I was like, you know, I got to send that out to some big influencers. Who knows what they mm-hmm. like, right? I never sent a copy to somebody like you familiar with Mike, bro. He's one of the most viral podcasts. Now the dirty jobs guy from the TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike Rowe. Yeah. Mike Rowe. I yeah. listen to his show. Yeah. I, was, I listen to his podcast too. Right. I love his show and his mom is great. I love, he brings her on all the time. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yep. I just, I was like, wait a minute. I got chapters in my book. How I said, Oh, going to you know I've talked about it over over all of our podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Did I really have to pay my way through college? Did I need a degree in business to actually do the business right. stuff like that? So I have chapters right. in the book, and that's what his charity and foundation stands for. So I took yep. the last four copies I had here on the shelf, packaged them up, wrote a personal letter uh, in the letterhead from my charity, my foundation that I created, mm-hmm. which is on the back cover of the book for anybody new listening. Uh, the book is called "So You Want to Be a Hot Shot," uh, you know, shameless plug. Hotshotbook.com takes you right to the listing on Amazon. But the point is, I took all four copies because I know he's got some interns because we listened to right. his show. And I said, I, I obviously, it's one for him and one for, uh, oh God, what's his, what's his Chuck. co-host? Chuck. Yeah. So I made sure, I said, please make sure two copies are set aside for Chuck and Mike. These other two, I don't know how many interns are on the team. I was like, please take these. If it benefits the charity, if you see, if you think somebody could benefit from this book, please give them away. Let me know if I can provide more. And I just want to see mm-hmm. if I approached it from a way of giving versus receiving. But then, I, and then I said, right. P.S. I would be more than honored to have Chuck and Mike on the show because uh, I decided to plug the Lither Fuel as well. So I don't know. Maybe I get nothing out of it. I'm just saying. So I've been say, I've been putting that up for two years. You know why? Because I never got around to finishing the audiobook yet. And I thought, what if they want to listen to the audiobook? And I said, you know what? Yep. Why wait? Just get the book, send it to them. And maybe they'll, because I've heard Mike say uh, he physically read this book or that book. So I know that Chuck and him physically uh-huh. read books besides audiobooks. So, right. And, uh, and I know back his, what was his Facebook show? Um, that he was pissed because they never brought it back. Oh, returning the favor. He was always yes. he's always highlighting people's charities. He did. Uh-huh. He helped uh, donate because again, former wildland firefighter, right in Prescott, Arizona. Because uh, June thirtieth mm-hmm. in one week is the anniversary of the passing of my brothers, the Granite Mountain Hotshots. Uh, he helped donate like a, a statue that's at the monument. Like they did all mm-hmm. the fundraising, and everything else. So I was like, dude, he's got to geek out about a book like this. If not. At least I, I put it out there, and we'll see where it goes. But who knows? Yeah, you, you got a conference coming up. I might, I might get a, a an email or a phone call back from from Team Row. I have no idea. I'm very excited. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. That right? would be way cool. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you got to get out of your own way, and yep, just take a risk. Right. Yep, it's true. One thing that I want to add to this, yeah. uh, please do, with the influencer thing, is the way that I got into the conference thing in the first place was I had a listener to one of the shows who wanted to have a Ruby track at a conference that he was helping organize. So he set it all up, 
they got us to come out. I actually lined up for a bunch of my friends to come out as speakers. Uh, we went up to Vancouver. And while I was there, um, there was another podcast uh, called .NET Rocks. So .NET is Microsoft's uh, oh, yeah. technology stack. Okay. And um, they were doing a, a, a series on agile development, which is you know, a methodology for... Um, well, anyway, it's a set of principles for running a team oh, okay. effectively. Yeah. And so um, I, they asked me to join the panel because I had a different take on things because I came from a different background. Mm -hmm. And so um, I joined the panel, got to know the guys that ran that show, and it turned out that they were the ones that wound up, uh, one of those guys wound up organizing the podcast setup at micro, the Microsoft events. Ah. So sometimes it works to get to know the people directly involved, mm -hmm. but sometimes it helps just to get to know people and empower people who eventually introduce you to those people. Well, and you brought and that so, up on the last episode, the importance of connecting and yeah. building, and I hate to call it building your network or you know your network, what's going on the quotes out there? Your network is your net worth. There is some validity to this. You got to get outside yeah. your comfort zone. You got to socialize yeah. virtually or in person. It's, it's If you're trying to build a career, you don't know where a connection can take you is what I just heard from you, right? You never expected yeah. that. You didn't ask for it. No. It just happened. So. Yep. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the point is, you know, I mean, you know, a direct outreach to Micro is probably a good move. Well, and you know, um, you know what you I know somebody that knows him. Yeah, that's also a good. Well, move, guess right? who you and I both know that knows him who's been on the show twice now. Vinny Tortorich, founder of the NSNG Summit that you helped run. Yep. Right. Yep. So Vinny's been on twice. So, you know, I threw that plug in there because I, yep. Vinny goes on a social media and shows off a, a high end uh, 511 tactical weight vest that I shipped mm -hmm. him as a gift. You know, and yep. he, he, always, he always mentions, hey, Scott from Live If You Always, one of my buddies, you know, he gave me this weight vest. Mm -hmm. So when he does his fitness videos and stuff. So, like, again, sometimes you got to give more than you receive. But you know, yeah. damn well, I'm going to mention, like, hey, I know you guys love Vinny. I know you've had him on a couple times. Thank you. I love it when he comes right. on the show. And I say, but yeah, I was like, Vinny was my client. I'm friends with him. He and I can text each other. So you never know where those connections can take you. Yep. It's kind of fun. Yep. So, yep. and it just takes a few years. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it does but well, the thing is is if if you're honestly and sincerely interested in helping people out they will find a way to help you out yes and i will say because again now you and i have been connected how many years four five i don't even know God. five six I don't, seven <laughs> i don't know the point is don't rush it right yep things unravel maybe this new sh short format that you and i are doing you know because we do have to bring this episode to a close is it's going to be fun. It's going to roll. Actually, I'm mm -hmm. already excited because like these short updates, I'm excited to find out what's like all of a sudden, boom, you got a conference online. I, I can't wait for the next show. Yeah. Now. But that's, that's, I guess if you and I want to help bring the show to close mutually is that my thing that I just heard from you and what I also realized as I was saying my closing marks is, is that patience, right? Patience truly yep. is a virtue, but that doesn't mean that you're so patient that you don't take action and you also make sure you get the heck out of your own way. That's a quick yeah. summary of my three points that I just said probably in the past five minutes. So yeah. how would you like to kind of sum that up for yourself? I mean, yeah, basically, you know, in, in the same way. I mean, it's, it's, it's usually the small things that happen over a long time that are going to make that difference. You know, the small connections, the, the small outreaches, the small touches, right? I mean, occasionally there's the big thing, but yeah. Um, it's the little things you do every day. Mm -hmm. 
Well said. Well said. Well, Chuck, hang tight. I want to give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Chuck's updates. That's the new short format. Make sure you check out topendevs.com. If you know anybody that you're friends with or families with that has an interest or is already in the development world, send them to that site. Check it out. Chuck's not messing around. I wouldn't have him on the show if he wasn't legit. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, again, topendevs.com. Chuck will be coming back to us next month, and we'll have some updates on where this possible new exciting conference is going. And I really enjoyed talking some European lifestyle. So maybe we'll geek out more about that too, because again, I got to get out there. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging out. Remember, you two can live the fuel, and we'll talk to you guys again soon.